MPI Paranormal Radio. The truth is to be found. An internet radio show dedicated to the open discussion of different paranormal topics by military paranormal investigations. Our aspiration is to research and discover the possibilities of scientific reasons to a field of study which many do not believe to be supported by facts. Military Paranormal Investigations is not affiliated to any branch of the military. We are a science-based paranormal research organization of active duty and retired military members, dependents, and or friends located out of Wichita Falls, Texas. Recorded or live, broadcasting with Shoutcast on multiple websites to get the maximum reach. Now, here are your hosts, members of the MPI team. Good evening and welcome to Military Paranormal Radio. My name is Mike. And I'm Rob. And we just want to welcome you to tonight's show. Um, just going to give you a little bit of information about us tonight, kind of where we're going to take this program as we go up to the future. Yeah, Mike, I, I think the way we need to do this is to first kind of talk talk a little bit about MPI, about why we formed and how, when, where, who, what, the whole good stuff, you know. I agree with you. You know, for me, whenever we, you know, I kind of got started into paranormal stuff, I uh, I think it kind of all came down to a uh, my personal experiences. You know, I think most right. of us on our team, we all had our personal experiences, and those are the things that kind of led us into the into the uh, paranormal realm. I totally agree. I mean, when with me, it was when I was first met Jeff, and I was working for him up in the military still, and. We were just a bunch of guys getting together thinking, you know, we should be able to form a group because all that TV stuff like, uh, you know, Ghost, Ghost Hunters. Hunters and, you know, right. They were all popular at that time and everybody wanted to do it. So we wanted to form something that was like a form of skeptics and just have a lot of fun. That's why I wanted to do it. And we met, let's see, I met Jeff back in 2008. Uh, along with Joe when we the three of us did it and then you came along at I believe 2009 2009 yeah um, so we, that's when we started incorporating uh, Burke Burnett with Wichita Falls just to try and find stuff around here to see what was available um, you know I, I think uh, one of the things I don't I don't want to forget here is I just want to tell our listeners that we're not affiliated with any branch of the military um, is you know MPI kind of sounds cool, but you know military paranormal investigations. I think most of it came from the fact that most of us are military, prior military, or have uh, friends, family that are dependents in the military. And then the other thing that I kind of that I kind of tell people is we kind of run most of our investigations almost like a military operation, just for the control factor, so that we can kind of control the environment. You know, again, we use that skepticism in there, and we want to be able to. We can eliminate a lot of things that may be false readings and things like that. So that, that's another thing that I, I want to just make sure our listeners are aware we're not affiliated with any branch of the military. Right. To piggyback on that, the whole military thing, like you were saying, is we're all military members. And the great thing about it is we have different career fields. So that brought in a different type of experience from each type of person doing from like me being an aerospace ground equipment dealing with hydraulics and air conditioning heating uh jeff i believe was a, a crew chief 
I believe that's what he was. I don't think so. Yeah. So he was a mechanic too. <laughs> so. You know, and most of my experience was in uh, construction methods and techniques, uh, that sort of stuff. So uh, we're able to use those experiences when we get to a location that we're investigating and maybe even you again use that skepticism to to uh, mm-hmm. have a, a good evaluation. Yeah. Another good thing about being military is we have access to different military installations and there's all types of history and and paranormal claims on the military installations so I figured we would have a better shot at being able to get on base to go to these different locations you are correct and I think you know um, when you when you look at some of the uh, things you see on TV and those sorts of things a lot of the paranormal reasoning behind it is you know a lot of things have happened on those installations. So a lot of energy may be, you know, present at those locations. So the military installations, us having access to that at a little better level, that kind of helps us along that path as well. Right. Some of the places that we investigated already was, I know we started out with uh, a cemetery here locally in Burke Burnett, and uh, we found some pretty good, interesting things there. But when we started putting that stuff out there on our website, we started getting people coming to the cemeteries and they started abusing it and knocking over headstones and stuff like that. So we just decided not to do the cemeteries anymore, but I still like that. And then, uh, I personally, we've done, you know, some stuff on a military installation. We can't say which one, but we did do some stuff. And then I know we went up to Arkansas, right? The general MacArthur museum. That was, a. You guys actually went one more time than me, but I know I had a blast um, at that location. Um, a lot of interesting things have occurred. They have a lot of evidence. I think we actually had some stuff on our website, some photos yeah. that's from, from that investigation. We, we did have some of that, and I know that now they're actually having annual paranormal conferences there. So they, they've been doing that for about two, three years now, so... If you have a chance to get up to Little Rock, go check that place out. It's it's really good. It's a really good. nice museum. It really mm-hmm. is. You know, we've done the, I think, the Wilbarger County Jail uh, mm-hmm. over in, uh, in, that's in. Oh, Lord. I can't even remember where that's at now. It's in it's, uh, it's up in Motley County, which is why they call it the Motley County Jail, but I can't remember the, the city that it was in. But I remember that place being the darkest place I've ever been until we actually did this last one uh, down here in the Boy Scout place. And that place was dark. That room? Oh. But that jail, you could go up in the jail and you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. And back then we didn't have any type of equipment that we have today. So we couldn't light up anything. We had the cameras that were really bad, really terrible. So we really couldn't see anything. But that place was so awesome. I I enjoyed going there. Yeah, you're correct. That was the Motley County Jail. Then the Wilbarger County was the one in Kwana that we did out there. Um, We also Copper Vernon's right right down south of there. Right. In Vernon, we did that one jail, too, where apparently they had the first hanging in the county. That was a... That was an interesting investigation. One of the things uh, that we've done, we've gotten with Texas Parks and Wildlife on a couple of occasions. We've done uh, Fort Richardson, Copper Breaks uh, State Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Copper Breaks, actually, we go out there a few times a year and we do uh, paranormal workshops uh, where we get to go out. We 
earlier in the day, we'll kind of have a little meet and greet and let people come out and talk to the park rangers and park to, uh, talk to us about kind of what we do. And then usually that night we'll set up and we'll, and have guest investigators that'll go along with us and we'll be able to, um, have some investigations and things like that. Let people kind of experience a little bit that may not have the opportunity due to equipment and those sorts of things. Right. It's also a good time for people to come out and find out exactly who we are to where if they have any type of uh, paranormal claims at their own homes, their own residence, they can call us and have us come out as well. That's where we find a lot of stuff too. You so know, we'll, we'll do the residence as well, not just the stuff that like cemeteries, installations, stuff right. like that. I think we kind of got into that as, again, as we were doing these other uh, locations, we were, again, approached by people that say, I have this experience, I have that experience. And then uh, ultimately, we created a link on our website. If you have any of those types of things going on that you may be questioning, you can give us a call and we'll we'll come out and talk to you and then maybe form an opinion on if we need to do an investigation or something like that. And, and uh, we'll be able to maybe help you out there or at least guide you in the right direction. Definitely. That that website for us is uh, militaryparanormal.com. Uh, we have a forum on there that we're getting together again. We Our website was up and running under npi-paranormal.com, but we decided to get rid of that one and just stick with militaryparanormal.com. We also have a Facebook, all one word, Military Paranormal. You can also reach us on Twitter at military, or MPI, I'm sorry, MPI underscore paranormal. And we used to have live investigations when we had good internet service hotspots. Uh, so we do have stuff on Ustream, and we also have stuff on uh, Livestream, I believe. But we haven't used those in a while. When we get our website back up and running, we actually have a link on our website to where you could watch our live investigations and have a chat with us, too. That's correct, and it'll also have a countdown down there that will let you see when that event's going to be so you can be watching and and be able to plan so you can join us on that. And again, that depends on if we have good internet connectivity at the location we're investigating and if the the place we're going there wishes to not be undisclosed. Exactly. Another good thing that we're doing is the radio show that we're trying to finally get it off and running. That's right. I've, you know, I've been waiting for a few years on this. And I think <laughs> we finally just had to jump off the bridge and, and get at it here. Exactly. So we we have two websites, uh, TalkShoe.com, that we're probably not going to be broadcasting on too much longer. But listen to the number two, MyRadio.com. Uh, you can find us on there under Military Paranormal. Just do a search out there. Plus, we'll also have a link on our website for that one. I'm, I'm excited, Rob. I'll tell you, I, I, we've been again, we've been trying to get this show going for a while, and. And I think that um, I think we're going to have some fun with this. I get, I'm hoping to have some good invest, uh, guests on here that we can broaden your knowledge, the listeners' knowledge of uh, the paranormal arena, and uh, hopefully have a little fun. Maybe give you guys a chance to call in and ask us some questions. Um, you'll just bear with us here as we kind of get the show kicked off and go. Exactly. But in order to get MPI rolling again, what we do need is membership. We definitely need to get our membership up. So, sit back, listen, we have a little uh, commercial jingle for you to try and get our membership going. If uh, you need to, like I said, you can always get to us at uh, militaryparanormal.com. 
Do you have what it takes to be a paranormal investigator? Or would you like to be part of a new online research team? Military Paranormal Investigations has openings in both areas. There are no requirements for experience, equipment, or even an advanced understanding of the paranormal. Just a desire for the truth. MPI membership acceptance is primarily based on character and level of commitment to the organization. MPI is looking for dedicated individuals with certain personalities that are willing to investigate the paranormal with an open mind. We are not an outlet to investigate or experience the paranormal through the thrill of a ghost hunt. If you are truly interested in learning the ways to research and explain the paranormal with a professional team, then Military Paranormal Investigations is for you. MPI personnel use their individual experiences and knowledge from different backgrounds to help explain possible reasons for any claimed paranormal activity. We are skeptics dedicated to finding facts by eliminating or revealing any possible scientific explanations for such phenomena. For more information or to apply for membership, visit www.militaryparanormal.com or email us at contact.us at mpi-paranormal.com. The truth is to be found. Not available in all areas. For safety reasons, all Africans must be 16 years old. Paranormal study may cause heart attacks, scared to death, or hospital possession of one or other. MPI is not responsible for any injuries or discomfort caused by anything paranormal in order. Brought to you by Military Paranormal Investigations. No affiliation to any branch of the military. Welcome back to Military Paranormal. I'm Rob again. And I'm Mike. And, and we welcome you to our show. Sorry exactly. You there, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Um, when we left off break, we were talking about a little bit about uh, Military Paranormal or what we're trying to do and exactly why we're doing it. But a big reason that I think that we're doing it is because a lot of people still claim they have paranormal activity. Not only do we investigate paranormal activity, but we're not like... Uh, ghost hunters or anything like that we we really frown on when people are like oh you're like the ghost hunters no we're not like that at all uh we're more of a paranormal investigator and what we like doing is getting community involvement as well um we're not just doing that like uh we have uh adopt a highways you're correct we kind of go out and uh, give the adopt a highway thing it gives us a presence in the presence in the community and we're able to kind of let people know again that we're out there and we're available We've also done a couple of, uh, we've had a couple of troops that have contacted us from the local Boy Scout organizations. Mm -hmm. and they've they've uh, asked us to come out and kind of show the uh, the boys sometimes, uh, you know, things, how we do things, those sorts of things, and also how we can explain a lot of things away, that, that kind of things. Um, so I, I think it's, it's pretty good. We're out there uh, helping the kids out there a little bit. Yeah, because it's not just like doing the whole, like I said, going out and check, hunting for ghosts. Because I, I know a lot of the Boy Scouts, when they go out there, they have their ghost stories when they're camping out. And that's fun. And it, it's really good for the boys. But what I like is showing them the history of a location. Like when we went out to uh, Fort Richardson Fort with Richardson. the Boy Scouts. And we were not only showing them how we were doing an investigation, but they were picking up on the history, like the Buffalo Soldiers and all that. That's really big with me is the history in a location, trying to figure out why that uh, might be there. You're right, Rob. That's, uh, that, that's really kind of an area that I really like is the history of things and that sort of thing. So passing that knowledge along to these boys, that, that was really uh, a, fun, a fun time for us. I know we had a good time. 
Yeah, heritage is really big as far as trying to pass on the history, especially in this local area. Uh, We deal with the Vernon history, uh, Vernon heritage, Heritage. and I know here locally in Burke Burnett, we dealt with uh, the historical society, the Burke Burnett Historical Society. We did um, a couple things. Was uh, got in the paper there, where was able to uh, talk about some of the history in in the buildings that are in town. You know, you know when I first got into uh, into the paranormal stuff I think um, actually before I kind of came along with you guys I went down to Tombstone Arizona and went through their little ghost tour and things like that but I'm a big history buff and and I got to thinking you know right here in the little town that we're from we've got just as much history that's yes. there so by us doing these things we were able to do some research find out about some things and actually publicize that and we were able to you know give the community a little better idea of what kind of happened around here. Right, because I don't think a lot of people know about Burke Burnett and the history in that one, that this was actually the boom town uh, here in the local area for the oil fields. Everywhere, everyone was coming to Burke Burnett, and it was a, a big, booming town. And I'm not mistaken, they actually had like three little towns right around it, and I know one got burnt down uh, right on the west side of town. And I know there's still like an old... Uh, oil campment encampment up north of it you're right and, and then one of the things you know we just did recently did the uh the scout reservation down here in burke burnett uh, right outside of burke and this was the original settlement in wichita county and um, it was actually built over an old spanish uh, encampment uh, back way back in the day and it, it, there's a lot of history right here in the area this entire area was settled because of the people that actually came to this location right here See, that's why I like going to the state parks, too, because of all the history from there. Like the one up uh, around Quana. Um, Copper Rakes. Copper Rakes, yeah, the one we always go to. I, I like going there because not far from there is actually where they recaptured uh, what? Uh, Cynthia Ann Parker. Cynthia Ann Parker, exactly, from the uh, Comanche. The Battle, the Battle of the Pease River. Exactly. We actually were able to go on that land and actually do a, a mini investigation there. Not only did we have some interesting things happen there, but I liked because there was almost like an a remember the hallucinations that we had, the lights that we thought we were seeing up in the skies. But after further researching, we found out that it was a bunch of the oil derricks, and the heat that was rising off the land was actually making our image move so that was one way that we were able to debunk it because i know when we were out there we're like what the heck is this stuff in the sky is it ufos what is it (laughs) (laughs) but i like going to the different state parks just trying to learn all about texas history and and bringing that in and showing that yes there might be something paranormal there but still dealing with the history I, i like that a lot and when you were talking about with the uh, Boy Scouts, uh, a lot of good stuff I like with the Boy Scouts is bringing in younger members and stuff like that, getting our membership up like I was talking about. We have the full membership and the junior memberships. That's right. I We, uh, we do have an age limit. I believe it's uh, 13, I think, that mm-hmm. we had on that. But it gives the youth a chance to kind of go out and, and have some fun. They get to do help us with the research, help us with the investigation, get to help us when we review footage and that sorts of things. You know, I just, um, one of the things, my, my nephew came with us down here to the Boy Scout camp and, and I thought he was really, you know, a little too skeptical and maybe just 
you know, it wasn't a video game. I didn't right. think he was going to be quite as involved. But he is, since we did that investigation about a month ago, he has, you know, asked me on numerous occasions, you know, <laughs> different questions and things like that. And he's excited to go with us on our next investigation. Um, well, good. So I, it, I thought it was a pretty good chance to kind of connect with him a little bit. And, and it gives us a chance to, again, spread the uh, what we do right. and kind of pass that along so it's not a lost art. Exactly. I, we do have an online application, but it's not working right now. On our old website, it was working great. But I don't think anything is passed through right now. But we do have a full membership, which is basically gives you everything that a full member gets. And then we have someone that's an affiliated with us that doesn't really have to come to all the meetings and everything that we do, but they're kind of like an guest investigator anytime we go near their area because they can't make our meetings they can still come on our investigations and help us try and find out what the paranormal claims are it, that's correct and then also like when our you know we have a lot of military mm -hmm. presence and then whenever they pcs or moved away they're able to stay a member of mpi stay connected with us and then hopefully get us some new areas to go to under that under that portion kind of kinda like i hope danny and amber does one exactly. day <laughs> i hope they get to listen to this here pretty soon because we miss those guys a lot we also have a reserve membership, which is someone that can only come in like once a month or something like that, and and also a, an associate member, someone that might be with another group, because um, I know we have a couple groups that we are still networking with. One of them is still up in Little Rock, uh, Air Past, Our Past, Our Past, right? Right. I, um you know, RPAST is actually working to form strategic partnerships and alliances with other like-minded organizations. Uh, they've since like common research projects. Um, their objective is to establish a worldwide research infrastructure and develop uh, testing scientific theories and explanations for paranormal and anomalous phenomena. Kind of the same thing we do is kind of establishing a standard. You know, a lot of this stuff is is not a given. Uh, exactly. It's, it's a it's kind of like a practicing. Uh, we try to. We try to find similar-minded organizations that they kind of go out with the same type of theory. Yeah, uh, I I enjoyed going up there. Uh, actually, the the main person, the president up there, is uh, Larry Flaxman. He's really good. He actually came down when we did a paranormal conference here in Wichita Falls back in I think it was like two thousand and nine, two thousand and eight, something like Early that. Two thousand nine, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we were doing a joint one with them, and we actually he invited him to come down and speak at the conference, and it was a big hit. He he writes a lot of books and has a bunch of stuff, and he's actually been on a couple different TV shows as making the guest appearances. But I, I really like going and getting involved, networking, learning about other groups around here, the local area. How they do things, uh, how they approach right. the same types of things. Exactly. But I'm a kind of... Getting a dry throat here, so I kind of need a break here. Yeah, I think we can go to a commercial break and then talk about another little thing we do in the community here we already mentioned, but uh, uh, you guys uh, enjoy this commercial break for just a few minutes. Real Texans don't litter. The Texas Adopt-A-Highway program is the premier litter prevention campaign of the Texas Department of Transportation. The program currently has more than 4,500 groups across the state, and Military Paranormal Investigations is proud to be one. And it's a good way to let the community know you care. Adopting a piece of Texas highway is simple. You agree to take charge of a two-mile stretch of road for a minimum of two years. And, once approved, you agree to clean your portion of the highway at least four times per year. 
following Texas's lead, Adopt-A-Highway programs have popped up across the U.S. and spread to Canada, Great Britain, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, and Mexico. All told, more than 1.3 million volunteers participate in Adopt-A-Highway nationwide. For more information on the Texas Adopt-A-Highway program, visit their website at www.don'tmesswithtexas.org. Why not join the many who volunteer? Do your part. Keep Texas or your state beautiful. to MBI, Military Paranormal Radio Show. We really don't have a, an official name for it yet, so we're just calling it the radio show. <laughs> so, um, you know, tonight, normally during this segment, we would have our, this would be our main segment that we'd be talking about, our main topic of discussion, uh, our tech corner, where we're going to talk about equipment, those sorts of things. And um, one of the things that I want to encourage our listeners to do in the future is, you know, visit our websites, visit our Facebook page, those sorts of things. Let us know if you want to hear a certain topic or you want to, you want to talk about a certain piece of equipment, ask questions. You know, we've, when we first started out about this, I think we bought like a $10 camera from Harbor Freight. It was, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've moved, we've moved up quite a bit in that aspect. We've had lots of different equipment. We've had cameras that we didn't like and we got rid of. And we've had pieces of equipment that we think are probably hocus pocus. We've had, um, you know, lots of things like that. So. If you have any questions, you know, you're looking at getting into this as a hobby or something, send us a question and we'll have it on there. Might even have you on as a as a guest. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I would yeah. definitely like to have someone as a guest just to talk, see if they have any type of questions that we would be able to answer. And like Mike, like you were saying, the whole different type of equipment that we use, not only have we used different types of equipment, but we've upgraded and we found better methods to use, such as the R floodlights. Mm-hmm. That makes a big difference out there even though you have even with a cheap camera that you can buy at harbor freights if you put a infrared light on there it makes a world of difference with that one granted the resolution isn't that great right. but still and you're correct you know and and uh, matter of fact this last investigation we did we we had a floodlight out in an open field we had it on a camera and uh it got me and my wheels to spin it and i've kind of come up with some things that i want to do differently for the light maybe you know being able to focus the light a little better, that sort of stuff. So, you know, all of this is kind of changing. We kind of adapt and overcome as we go along. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what we maybe hope to share with you guys and be able to get some input or some feedback or some guidance, um, you know, for your types of investigations. Right. Not only do we mess with cameras, but we deal with all sorts of stuff. We've even made our own equipment yes. as well. Like the geophone. The geophone. I, I enjoy that one. That one. Um, currently in the process of making the ion generator we've been talking oh, about. Oh yeah, the ion generator. I, uh, I I think that's that's a good thing. We can actually learn it you know, in making our own equipment we actually kinda know how they how they work and we're able to determine Right. You know, if they're feasible methods to use. Because all the equipment that we're building it's based off a of theory. There's nothing out there that actually says this equipment picks up this if 
picks up this anomalies, if you would. But the theories out there, I, I love trying new theories, trying to debunk, if you would, the different types of methods that other people are saying, yeah, well, this is definitely, like, I'm, I'm a big, big disbeliever of orbs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you, Robin. And, and uh, it, that's a, a very big topic of discussion. You go to some of the you know, other websites, and I'm not knocking anyone, but a lot of times their their entire theory on something is based off of an orb. And, right, or, or seeing a face. Oh, I see a face, so that's definitely a person. That was the person's body. Really? It, it's a dust particle. Right. Yeah. And, okay. and a lot of the, and that's where we, again, we've probably gone through different many different types of software and things like that but we've kind of ruled it down to programs that we use now where mm -hmm. we can actually go in and, and see what that speck of dust is or things like that so that we can we can rule out that orb now uh, in saying that about orbs we do have something on our website that I can't explain what it is it looks like an orb and it interacts with uh, two of our members so and the funny thing about that is it interacted the next night as well because we had a two two night investigation. Right, that was during a workshop. Right, and I, I still don't know what it is. And you're correct; it kind of interacted with people. We actually had other investigators go in, and we couldn't find a bug. We couldn't. Mm -hmm. find, and the way it interacted, the way it it kept coming back, it it, it wasn't a piece of dust because the dust isn't going to exactly keep coming in and out of the frame like that. And then the um, we couldn't find a bug. We couldn't find anything. Could, you thought, might have thought it was a spider web too, but there was nothing out there. We couldn't find anything. And the way this interacted, you would think that that person on the video would be able to see it. But like you said, we run our investigations like a military operation. So we had a uh, ops center, what we call ops, operational command, to where we're watching all the cameras simultaneously and we're communicating via the radio headsets. And he couldn't see what was going on. And we were telling him what to do, and this thing was interacting with him. And the thing that I find curious about it is that we had a junior investigator on the floor with a EMF meter. And for those of you who don't know what an EMF meter is, it's an electronic uh, magnet uh, detector, which finds uh, electromagnetic fields out there, something that's trying to draw the energy out. And when it was interacting with our senior member this junior member couldn't see because it was in the middle of pitch black room but the k2 meter and the enf meter started going off and he started looking around to find out what it was going on not knowing that this other member was interacting with something that's what i find interesting about it yeah, that was that was a pretty good clip but that's up on our website uh i don't know if the links we're having some link issues right now but i think that one still is because it's on the youtube site I got you. I got you. The uh, you know chat rooms. The chat rooms. Yeah, when we're doing live investigations, oh. we have the chat rooms on the website too that people can contact us. Yep, we've actually done that quite a bit, and people actually say, "Hey, I see this," or "I see mm -hmm. something going on there," and we're able to interact with our watchers and and able to uh, you know maybe show them what it is, and that again, that's a learning experience for all of us in that in that type of situation. Yeah, the whole thing I like about interacting is interacting with people that I don't know. Right. And if they see something, they're like, hey, go look over here. And then we can send someone out there to go check it out that they've seen because multiple eyes are better than just us looking through it. 
That's correct. And, you know, one of the other things is we also take, um, we've done this quite a few times, but we also take photos or, or, you know, EVP clips or anything like that from other individuals or organizations, and we review those to kind of give a non-biased opinion about what we hear, maybe to validate, you know, what they think mm-hmm. is being said or seen. Um, so if you have something like that, you can send to us. We actually have some other paranormal groups that send us some of their stuff to kind of give a second set of eyes over. And, um, and that's the whole thing with networking. That That's why it's good, because I know not only AirPass sent us some stuff, but there was another group up in Arkansas, I think... Um, something river red river paranormal up there in arkansas i can't remember but they sent us a photo from uh, a hospital up there a children's hospital tuberculosis hospital and the story behind was he walked through a door and then he immediately heard something behind him so he turned around really quick and flashed a photo their programs they didn't have anything he says i really don't see anything but we have something on audio can you go ahead and take a look with your programs? So we ran it through, and it didn't take me three minutes after throwing our filters on it to see what it was. And there, there's a link on our website. I don't want to tell you exactly what we saw, but go and look on the website at militaryparanormal.com and look at the different photos submitted and see if you can see what we see. We also have some quite a few EVP um clips that are on there and take a listen to some of those and you might be able to hear some of them are are uh, pretty obvious and we you know we have different classifications of EVP and we'll we'll actually talk about that at a future show sometime but um, I, I there, there are some on there that are really high quality and, and you can there there's usually 99% of people will instantly pick up on it and hear what's being said oh yeah I think we definitely should have something out there that shows people or even explains how to do an EVP or what an EVP is and we can also have call people call in or email us uh, you can email us at uh, radio show at militaryparanormal.com uh, if you have anything that you would like to for us to review go ahead and send us an email or you can get us online uh, we used to have a little chat boxes for each person that you can contact but like I said, we're redoing the website, getting it back up and running. So, And as we make the transition from one of our video hosting sites to the other, and we're not going to put up a number there yet, but if you if you send us something, um, and then it, it, we'll, we'll be sure that we answer that. And as we come up on our next um, radio shows, we'll actually have a link up on our website there with the new call-in number as we get that, as we get that situated out. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I enjoyed doing this. I, I really did. I, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm I'm really excited too, and I'm really hoping that we get a good customer or listener base, so that we can uh, get a lot of interaction, and maybe even have a lot more fun here in the future. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be a lot of fun to just get out there and continue doing this radio show. You know, well, guess what time it is? I guess it's time to go. Well, we want to thank you for listening to Military Paranormal, and check us out next week when we talk about whatever we're going to talk about. <laughs>